This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's season two, episode six of the Golden Bee Podcast. We're kicking right off here uh, with last night's Canucks game. Canucks losing 3-2 to the Carolina Hurricanes. Canucks now 0-5-2 to start the season. Uh, the stat before last night's game was they've given up um, the last three power plays to opponents before the Carolina game, which was against Buffalo and the previous two games on the road against Columbus and the Minnesota Wilds. So, yeah, it is not a good start for the Canucks. And there's so, so much stuff swirling around right now about players, about coaches, about ownership, about uh, fans throwing jerseys on the ice, fans burning jerseys. Uh, people are getting like 20,000, 30,000 views on a YouTube uh, channel burning a jersey on a barbecue. Uh, I see stuff. I know it's social media on Twitter. Um, JT Miller being confronted at a pumpkin patch, which is quite amusing. Um, and whether that actually happened <laughs> between him and fans on a pumpkin patch, it was posted, I found out, through the uh, Donnie Dollar Show to the Canucks Reddit, if you can believe um, any of that. But uh, yeah, no, not a good start for the Canucks, um, who next played the Seattle Kraken on. Thursday, uh, it, today is October the 25th, so it's October the uh, 27th, they play um, the Seattle Kraken in Seattle, and you know, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening at last night's game, with it being Diwali, and the Diwali jerseys, and Jazzy B doing stuff in the second intermission, Canucks actually played pretty well the first couple periods in some respects, but I mean, they were badly outshot by Carolina, um, so I don't really know what people can say now. Uh, you've got stuff on the Donnie and Dolly show, like Craig Button, uh, criticizing management already, saying um, it's their job to go out and find a solution. Others say that uh, it's been less than a year that they've been here. I was pointed out, and I pointed this out as well, uh, it was in fact our owner who um, hired the coach first before the GM and president. So leads you to believe that in actual fact, and we hear this a lot in hockey, that usually a senior management team uh, wants to bring in their own coach and their own team. Uh, last time the Canucks did this that I can remember was when it was Willie Desjardins, Jim Benning, and Trevor Linden, who all started uh, with the Canucks at the start of the 2014-2015 season, uh, and just varying spare parts moving in and out after that. Travis Green, Trevor Linden leaving. Uh, so... The Canucks are a mess, um, and I think that it's going to get to the point where um, maybe there'll be changes. Uh, we're seven games in, not 20 games in. Uh, we're like last year's 25 games when uh, Travis Green was fired and Jim Benning, but man, it is getting tougher and tougher to watch this team, and what really stands out with last night's game against uh, the Carolina Hur- Hurricanes, too, is... Uh, 
the fact that the Canucks gave up the two goals in 37 seconds, it almost seemed like they were standing still there. Those were so quick, um, and it was just like bang, bang. You know, there was, um, you know, two goals in the back of the net. <laughs> I, you know, when I watched that, I just realized that this team, how it's not that great, um, really how challenged it is, um, you know, and just the years of Jim Benning's incompetence, um, finding good players, finding defensemen. Another angle, too, is this whole thing that I know they drafted Ole Levy in 2016, fifth overall. I know it's only one pick, but I think they banked a lot on that particular draft. With that defenseman, if he could have turned into something, probably hurts their defense on a lot. I mean, we know how good Quinn Hughes is. He's the really one of the showpieces of this team. Uh, he's one of the other major defensemen uh, drafted that high that they, they have significant or is a significant time in their lineup. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's not looking good for the Canucks. We'll see what happens on Thursday night. Uh, moving on here, though, to the Vancouver Giants. Uh, first extended road trip since the COVID-19 pandemic began. Uh, it caught the Giants this week with Brooke Ward and Sportsnet 650 as well. Um, uh, here, Brooke Ward at the Giants games announcing goals and penalties, etc., etc. But uh, it's a 12-day, six-game visit to the Central Division on Tuesday after the Giants beat Victoria and the Camps Blazers. And so uh, Giants went 6-3 uh, in the last game, beat Victoria on Friday night. Um, so they now sit at 3-5-1-2, um, arrived in Edmonton today. Um, they played the Edmonton Oak Kings on Thursday. So the Giants, uh, and it's interesting to um, read this about from Steve Young in the province, so how they hadn't any kind of uh, travel like that since three years ago, October 2019, uh, because of the pandemic. And so it was, it'd be interesting to see how um, the Giants do on this road trip. Um, just looking down at some stats from the game. So we've got basically um, Giants start their six game road trip. I have a couple. Um, and then the Giants are not back home for a while. Um, and then coming up, actually, it's already sold out. I found it on Twitter as the game when uh, Connor Bedard comes to town. Uh, basically, that junior game is sold out already. Because um, everybody wants to see the projected number one pick in next year's NHL draft. Um, and just, you know, how spectacular he's going to be and where he actually goes. Uh, obviously, the Canucks won't get him. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Just gonna look up one thing on the Giants because, um, yeah, it's a big it's a big road trip for them, and they were really struggling there before they won those uh, last two games um, against Victoria. And so, looking down some other news on the Giants, uh, Madison Leslie is WHL Player of the Week, which is awesome. Um, just looking down at his stats here. Uh, they've traded away uh, Nico Camazola as well, uh, the 19-year-old defenseman who went to the uh, Tri-City Americans. Uh, Madden Leslie was the player of the week, as I mentioned, two goal and five assists, uh, including an assist on Saturday night's overtime winner against Victoria. Uh, Leslie's been selected by the Giants in the 2020 uh, WHL Prospects Draft. Doesn't mention anything here about um, where he goes. Um, 
from here, but uh, he's eligible to be selected in the 2023 NHL draft, so not until next season. Uh, Giants have a now one back-to-back games and a 2-2 two and two record this week. So that's, you know, the Giants, again, struggling a little bit too. Um, but it's good to see them a little bit on the rebound. Still a long season in the WHL as well. I mean, when you look at the uh, Giants uh, schedule, it goes really until March. Uh, so we're really a little over a month into the season, right? So, um, yeah, still some time left for the Giants, but nice to see them pick up a couple of wins and some positives um, around the team. Uh, not much today on the Vancouver Whitecaps other than I managed to see the uh, season-ending press conference uh, with actual Schuster and Granny Sartini. That was last Wednesday. Um, you know, I think a lot of Whitecaps fans are fed up thinking and hearing talk about uh, somebody taking steps forward uh, for next season when you see them fire Marcus Santos last year, move ahead with Vanny Sartini, make the playoffs but lose in the first round, keep Sartini, then come back this year and fail to qualify for the postseason, starting with that horrible 1-6-1 and record. I uh, can't really see how anybody thinks uh, the Whitecaps did anything but tread water this year. They definitely didn't take a step forward. I'd say they took a step back, um, considering how last season finished. Uh, so what remains to be seen, um, what happens with the Whitecaps now, I'm trying to find out if there's any other news. Same with the Vancouver Canadians. I uh, don't really have much Canadians news um, right now. Uh, there's just not a lot going on there. Uh, Vancouver Warriors, uh, last week, announced ticket sales for the home opener on Friday, December 16th against the Calgary Roughnecks. Um, and looking at the Warriors lacrosse team, they start their season against the Toronto Rock. Uh, I attended one of the games last year in March where the Rock played the uh, Warriors, and the Rock lo- beat the the Warriors fifteen to five. It's probably the worst lacrosse, one of the worst lacrosse games I've ever seen in my life. It was that bad. So I'm hoping we don't see that again. Uh, Warriors are in. Toronto play the Rock on Saturday, December 3rd. I don't actually know if it's Toronto. I should check that. Uh, against the Calgary Ruffs next December the 10th uh, in Calgary. And then home to face the Roughnecks in a home-at-home um, on December 16th. So let's keep uh, moving here because we've got uh, one last bit of news. Uh, and it's the most exciting piece because it's the BC Lions now at 12-5. and five. Last game against Winnipeg was Calgary November 6th at 1.30 for the Western semifinal. That's the Rough Riders. Uh, Winnipeg is their final regular season game this week. Uh, Elks win last week against the Elks 31-14. Great announcement today from Lions uh, on Twitter that Nathan Rourke is back to start one quarter, it looks like. Um, he's going to play a first quarter, the one quarter against Winnipeg on Friday. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, but that's huge for the BC Lions, although I wonder a little bit too um, about work. Not that he can't handle it, but the expectations on him, uh, just because people are so hyped to see the Lions in the playoffs. Um, hopefully he can fulfill, because it might take him a bit of time uh, to readjust, to be thrown right in um, to the pressure of a playoff game against Calgary. Um, I'm not saying that he can't do it, uh, but it's a lot to ask for him to play one quarter um, and then come straight back in to, uh, you know, 
uh, lead this team hopefully to the Western Final uh, against the same Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, looking down to a little bit. Good news for the Lions too for James Butler, uh, CFL's top performer of the week. Career high 141 yards and 24 carries. Um, you know it's interesting to watch Butler this year. He exploded to start the season against the Elks again uh, in a huge 59 59 point win. Um, but. Uh, Butler is now second to Calgary's uh, Kadeem Carey with 1,054 rushing yards. Um, so it's good to see the Lions on offense. I think they would still have a higher than a 5-12 and 12 and 5 record if Rook had been there the whole season. Um, they, they might even be matching Winnipeg's record, actually. Uh, Winnipeg sits at, let's take a look, they are 14-3, I believe. Um, so Lions lost a couple of games this year. Uh, I don't know if they should have lost right after work, got knocked out. Um, and the quarterback situation was in a bit of a scramble uh, with uh, Pipkin and with Vernon Adams. Uh, so it remains to be seen what that's going to look like. But Adams has acquitted himself fairly well. Um, and now they've got Nathan Rourke back. So that's really, really, really exciting. But it's nice to see there's a... Um, Home playoff game at home November 6th for the BC Lions uh, against uh, Calgary. Always going to be a good rivalry. I hope the Lions win. Don't know how I feel about that one yet, but there'll be more on it um, next week um, when I look a little deeper into that game. But uh, yeah, all in all, a really positive uh, end to the season for the BC Lions who finished at 12 5 with one more game to go against Winnipeg. Last time they hosted a playoff game was 2016 at home against those Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, and this is the first time um, in those six years they've hosted a playoff game. And so we all know how bad the Lions have been since that 2016 playoff game until this season. Uh, so excited to see what happens for this team. But uh, looking forward to Friday's game against Winnipeg as well. And I'll have more news on that next week. But uh, let's get set for the uh, intro music, or the outro music, I should say, to come in here. As we wrap up uh, Season 2, Episode 6 of the Movie Podcast. This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden Bee Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.